Good afternoon, everybody. June 18th, 2018. Welcome to the Good Vibes Podcast. I am your host, the Psycho Man. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about being resourceful and resourcefulness. And um, it's been an awesome, awesome week and a weekend. I hope everybody had a great Father's Day weekend. And I hope you're out there grinding, tearing it up, getting getting what you're going after making things happen in your life, believe, building, conquering, much the way the psycho man likes to do. So today, talking about resourcefulness a little bit, and I had a lot of folks contact me over the last week, and they were talking about having problems coming up with things that they need, Uh, but most of the subject was about money. Um, or I can't pay my bill, or I can't do this. What do I do, psycho man? What do I do? And I come up with a few good ideas because I decided to, I don't like to tell people things that I don't do myself. And I've always tend to be a quite resourceful individual, and I'm still extremely resourceful. So I'm going to share some of the things that I'm personally doing now and some things that I've done before that has created great success for me or created results for me um, even if it's smaller successes that can possibly help you out with some of your situations as well and time and money are huge ones and I've done some podcasts previously on time compression how you can compress your time frames good example right now traveling finishing up my business day gonna hit a little podcast action here uh, speak to the masses out there. Let everybody know what's on the mind of the psycho man. Hopefully, you get a little bit of value from this. So that's part of my resourcefulness with time. Is I'm quite a busy guy uh, between my family, between my job, between my schooling, between my practice. So lots of stuff going on, and uh, I pretty much I'm I'm a 16 hour a day guy, and that that doesn't make me special. It's just what I decide to do. With my time, I give all my time to productive activity, whether it be personal, professional, um, hobbies, things like that. I make music also, so always staying busy, and uh, you know the hustlers are happier. Uh, I just did a podcast on that last week. You can definitely check that out. And so I decided to get you know that's part of my resourcefulness. Um, you know, making phone calls while I'm in the car to call clients, call leads. Uh, call people that, uh, you know, whether I'm selling to them, whether I'm counseling them, all kinds of things like that. And that makes a huge, huge difference when you compress your time frame. So those are some ideas of ways you can compress time. Uh, also my learning, my the, the way I listen to podcasts, I listen to audio, and I do that while I'm doing other things, whether it be mowing the grass, whether I'm driving, uh, you know, whether I'm doing some work on something, Quietly, I'll, I'll double down on that stuff and really compress my time. And there's a lot of other ways you can compress time frames. And definitely, if you're interested in finding out more about that, just shoot me a message, you know, and I'll be happy to give you a little bit of my time. It is pretty valuable, and I, I do have very little of it to spare. But for those who are absolutely serious, and, and some of you have, you know that I'll try to make some time for you, and we'll go a little deeper into some ideas and see what we can do to get you better on uh, compressing your time frames and being resourceful with your time. Now, as far as money, there's a lot of ways you can get resourceful with money. I've had the ups and downs. I've, you know, 
wined and dined with kings and queens and slept an alley and ate pork and beans. It's It's been an up and down battle for this guy over the years. And to sit and tell you I've arrived at anything would be absolute bull crap. I, I've not arrived at anything yet. I'm maybe at halftime as far as I'm concerned in my life. So I'm still grinding. I'm still working things out. And I still have up and down periods. And that goes the same way financially as well. So what I decided to do as far as resourcefulness is I decided to, to really kick it up a notch, kick it up a gear, and get resourceful. I was living in a great big house, uh, 4,600 square feet. Um, it was an older home, needed some work. It was very beautiful, but I decided to move, and a lot of people would have called me crazy for it, but I moved a little over an hour away from where I was living, uh, still close enough that I could keep my job and do that, and uh, do my practice and my business, but uh, I moved from a 4,600 square foot house to about an 800 square foot trailer house, and uh, a lot of people's like, wow, why, why would you do that? A lot of people would consider that a downgrade or a, a step back, and I don't. I'm going to give you an example of why. 4,600 square feet is a lot to take care of. It's a lot of time to take care of it. It's a lot of money to take care of it. So I scaled back, 800 square foot trailer. Is it glorious? No. Is it old? Yes. Is it the most beautiful thing? Is it the Hilton? You know, is it the, is it the, the gardens, all this, whatever? No, it's not. It's an old beat up trailer. And I'm actually quite proud uh, to do that because I was able to get a ridiculous price on it. Something that I can have paid off in a couple years. And uh, that will essentially have me... 100% debt free in my life and I'm 42 now by the time I'm 45 I'm going to be 100% debt free and I think that's cool uh, because then what happens is I can begin to compound the money I have on other things that I'm doing my marketing plans for my business marketing for my podcast that I want more people to hear that I could take cooler and more awesome vacations with my family and uh, have the money for that. I, I, you know, my home is a place for my things and a place for me to lay my head. And yeah, it's nice to have a nice home. I, I had a ridiculously nice home in a nice neighborhood 10 years ago. And it cost me an arm and a leg. It didn't make me any money and it slowed me down in my life. Now, I'm not saying it's bad to have a nice home or nice cars or anything like that. But if you've not have not reached some sort of level of success yet and uh, you don't have you know good amount of money coming in or residual income or some money banked back uh, I, I would actually disregard against that by my experiences because it's not resourceful uh, they are money grabbers and not money givers so I reverse engineered my life and I said, well, what do I really need? I need a place to cook my food. I need a place to lay my head that's, that's dry, that's safe, that's clean. It don't have to be fancy. And uh, something that gets that cost down. By getting that cost down, that gives me a lot more workable capital throughout the month. So that's where I started at. And I, I kept searching and hunting and searching and hunting until I found that and was able to get a place to live quite frankly, it's under $500 a month, and that's almost unheard of in this day and age, and uh, that, that gives me a lot of extra capital to work with. 
between my business and my my paycheck for my job. And it, in actuality, it allows me to do 100% reinvestment into my business, which is an extremely, extremely important thing to do uh, so that I can build my businesses where I want them at. Now, another part of resourcefulness, everybody's like, okay, well, you can't always just do that, you know, right away. That's something that's time invested. But man, it's psycho, man, I need money now. I need to make something happen now. I need to survive now and I need to come up with something. So here's a couple ideas for you. And this is something I did this weekend. Well, actually over the last month as I was moving, I looked all through my house for all these things that I had. And I said, what am I not using right now? What have I not used for the last six months? What in here can I absolutely live without that is not really creating any value for me at this time? I mean, it's nice to have. Yeah, I might use it or might need it down the road. But if I'm not right now, why why can't I turn that into expendable, disposable income that I can put towards more important things? Uh, You know, like paying the the one piece of debt I have down, which is is the place I live, or to help increase my marketing. Uh, You know, or just even, hey, if I want to go out to eat or or buy extra groceries uh, or do something nice for my wife or my daughter or myself, I can do that, right? So how do you create that? And this could be a good example for you if you're out there and you're really struggling heavily as far as, you know, maybe you don't have enough to eat, you need more money for groceries, maybe you need gas money to get where you're going, whether it be for your job or an obligation that you have, or maybe somebody you know is in need and they need help and you, you can't quite extend, you know, the type of money you'd like to to them, but you got something that you can make a difference with, sell that off or barter with it to get something to make this happen. And uh, some good examples of that, I, you know, I, I was looking around, I had a couple flat screen TVs, you know, and I don't watch that much TV anyways. Now, for some people, that would be really difficult because that's a big staple of certain people's lives. Me, not too much. I'm lucky if I really watch any TV throughout the week because I'm busy working or creating or doing something awesome uh, like that, that's, or reading books or something that's, for me, in my life, a little more inspiring. So I sold them suckers off, man, like bam, bam. You know, there's an extra couple hundred bucks right there, just created that. So that, you know, that helped pay for a lot of my move. We had uh, some old appliances, uh, let's see, a cappuccino machine, a, you know, some toaster ovens, a microwave, some things. They were nice things. I just didn't need them, didn't use them. Uh, so sold those off, you know, 10, 15, 20 bucks here. I had a deep freezer, an older one that I didn't use anymore, sold that off, you know, 50 bucks there, 100 bucks here. You know, I was able to create quite a bit of extra income. Uh, for myself, and it was able to help pay for my moving, pay for gas money, you know, pay for eating when you didn't have time to cook, and you, you know, wanted to have a decent meal, and not just, you know, some grease burger, or something like that, something that really, you know, do my body some good, I was able to go ahead and take care of that, and get that done, because, you know, I got rid of some of these things, and created some resource for myself, and, and being resourceful, and th- those are some ideas, uh, I'm guaranteeing you, unless you're at rock bottom and you barely even have a home or there's nothing in your house, you know, I'm sure there's got to be a handful of things laying around that you can uh, you can monetize that. And even if it's only an extra 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks, uh, you know, hey, that could be a water bill. That could be your cell phone bill. 
that could make a huge difference. You know, that could be your gas money for a few days or a week. That could that could be a big deal in your life that could create the kind of leverage you need to, to get where you want to go faster. Another thing I did is I got talking with my brother-in-law a little bit. He has a, tra- a truck with a flatbed trailer, and I, I tend to be sort of resourceful in, in this way uh, in finding things of value that I can either buy at a low cost and, and arbitrage that stuff to, to sell it and make more money. Or, you know, a lot of times you can go on, you know, Facebook markets. Um, uh, you can go on an app uh, that, uh, there, there's several apps out there. They're like market apps where you could buy, sell, trade, things like that. And I, I got on a couple of those apps and then on the Facebook market and just looked around. You'd be surprised at how much free stuff people give away that have incredible value. Good example, I, I drove about 10 minutes from my house with my brother-in-law. He had the truck. I said, hey, I know where there's a free refrigerator at. You want to go pick it up? He's like, seriously? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, it's free. Let's go get that thing and sell it. And he's like, wow, really? He thinks, oh, yeah, absolutely, let's go do it. So we went, looked at this nice side-by-side refrigerator. Yeah, it was like 10 years old, but it worked great, nice and cold, clean. I said, sure, let's go ahead and uh, let's go get this thing. So the woman, she had a rental house. The renters left it behind. She just wanted it out, didn't want anything. I was like, all right, sure, you don't want anything for it? You know, give her that one shot. No, just get it out of my way, she said. All right, cool deal. Took the dolly, loaded this thing on his truck, got it back to the house, took some pictures of it, posted it on a few uh, few apps, few forums, and they uh, already had two people contact my wife about purchasing it and going to sell it for 75 bucks, and I'm going to split that money with my brother-in-law 50-50. That's 37 bucks a piece just for taking a 10-minute trip across town. Um, and spending, you know, maybe an hour of our time picking that up. And we're not even delivering it. They're going to come pick it up, uh, whichever one of them ends up, you know, getting there first. If they're, you know, I've been gone all day, so maybe they already came and picked it up. I don't know. And right there, I mean, that's, you know, it's like $37 and some change a piece, splitting that in half for like an hour of work and just posting it on the line online. Found a lot of other cool stuff. Found an old stove on there. Give it away. Posted 50 bucks on that. It was a little bit older electric stove. Real basic. Nothing fancy. Guys like, get it out of here. Picked it up. 50 bucks. Gone. Uh, there was another old refrigerator. Got it for 25 bucks. Turned around sell it for $100. Cleaned it up a little bit. Guy says it works. Checked it out. It worked. It got cold. Freezer was nice. Sold it for 100 bucks. You could do this all the time. Um, you know, I, I've uh, actually taken a page out of the book of uh, some of the stuff some successful entrepreneurs have suggested to uh, get started if you want to make some money. I mean, you got to be willing to work and you got to be willing to put some effort in. But a good example of that would be that I went to the uh, a Dollar Tree and you buy everything for a dollar, right? And I went and bought dish sets. Uh, I mean, yeah, they were like plastic. They weren't anything real fancy. You know, I went and bought like four bowls, four cups, 
you know, four saucers, four plates, you know, and put a set together. And the whole thing cost me like $16. And then you go on Craigslist or eBay, you know, eBay costs you a little bit to sell on, but, you know, big whoop, you know, if, you, if you're going to make it on the, the back end and you got a little bit to spend on the front end, sold the $16 set for $45. You know, that's it made, well, like, what's the math on that? 29 bucks or whatever, 39 bucks, whatever. Yeah, 29 bucks. Anyways, the point is, if you don't mind hustling a little bit and and looking around for inexpensive things, um, you know, there's a lot of people giving away free stuff. And can you get caught up with some of it? You know, a lot of the naysayers will go, yeah, but what if you get, you know, you get a bunch of stuff and you get caught up with it? Well, you know, that's a chance you take. You might sit on something for 30 or 60 days. Eventually, somebody's going to want it, you know, or you might end up trading uh, I made a, I made a trade agreement for a storage shed. You know, traded some stuff off that I was able to get for next to nothing, and got a storage shed out of it. So you know, I had like seventy dollars in equitable equitable money for a you know a three hundred square foot storage shed that would have cost me a couple thousand dollars. The point is, is resourcefulness. It's so important to not be afraid to just ask or to look for things. And to spend an hour or two, you know, looking through these sites um, and these forums and looking around, you know, on eBay or looking at going to, hey, another idea, garage sales. Man, go to garage sales, thrift stores. You'd be amazed at what you find in these places. Go in, see some things, buy it up, turn around, hey, you buy something $5, sell it for 10 you know, who cares? You know, like it's, 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 it's extra money and there's ways to leverage yourself. I've always said that even if I lost my job and even if I, you know, lost everything I had, it would not be a humongous burden for me to go out and find enough money that even if I had to stay with someone else, to go out and create four, five, six, seven hundred dollars, and to go out there and just put that, put that money up, and have it to eat, to say, hey, can I stay for a little bit with a friend or a family member? You know, a couple hundred bucks. Let me help out with some food and some groceries. You know, enough money to get myself to where I could get a job, even if it was what I didn't like initially. The whole you know, hunting for, or eating chicken while you're hunting for elephant kind of thing that I've talked about before, about, you know, doing something, stair-stepping your way back up. I'd never be concerned with that because I'm willing to be resourceful and think outside the box and find ways to create money and to create resourceful wealth for myself so that I can take care of myself, take care of my family. And you can do it too. There's a million ways you could slice it. Another good example there's a place close to where I live now. It's a sawmill. They will sell you lumber, rough cut lumber, gigantic like flatbed load for $250. There was enough stuff on there to build a foundation, walls, and a roof. And the only thing that had to be purchased beyond that was uh, the metal roofing and a few studs. Time you get done... You had like three, four hundred dollars in this thing. You could build a building that huge, man, and it's rustic. Turn around, saw that thing for seven hundred fifty bucks. 
Now, that's theoret- that one's theoretic. I haven't done that yet. But I'm thinking about doing that and trying that. Just to create some extra resources. You know, and then maybe even pay a couple people 50 bucks a piece to build the thing. Create a couple jobs. Have someone build it for me because, quite honestly, I'm not the best carpenter on the planet. Let them make a little bit of cash. Maybe get 500 sell it for seven, $750. Make two, 250 off of it. Just for leveraging the resource. There's a lot of ways you can slice it. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. Nothing like that's ever easy. Nothing in life is ever easy like this. But if you're willing to work at it, and you're willing to push yourself beyond that six, eight, ten hour shift that you work, and go out and get yours a little bit and find ways to do things, there's ways to leverage money. I I had a friend that uh, I told about an idea here and then I'll kind of back off of this and and digress, but had a friend that had a big like Ford F-350 or some kind of a big truck like that and he had a big tow bar and a chain and all this stuff and he was saying, man, I don't really have a lot of money, don't have a lot of money and I'm like, how about this? He's like, drive around. How many times have any of you listening drove around and seen somebody driving a car or I'm sorry let me let me back that up drove around and seen a, a junk car just sitting in somebody's yard or um, a whole bunch of them and you know stuff just sitting around like that right you know junk buses trailers just you know or big junk piles laying around so here, here's what you do go take your truck take your tow bar and some chains and drive around, and when you see a house that's got a car sitting there, it's covered in six inches of dust, and you can tell it's been sitting there, and the tires are flat, and that thing's beat up from the ground up, and just say, hey, you'd be interested in getting rid of this? And they might say, well, no, maybe not. Okay, move on to the next one. But you might be surprised. They might go, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm tired of this thing sitting around. Well, what do you want for it? You'd be surprised how many people say nothing. And you'd also be surprised if you just had an extra 50 or 100 bucks in your pocket. Say, hey, man, sell me this for 50 or 100 bucks. Yeah. There's local scrapyards around where I live that you can do. You can, you can get a car. Even if you tell a person, hey, I'll take it off your hand. I'll even give you 50 bucks cash right now in your hand for it. Sometimes it's enough to entice a person. Sometimes I'll just give it to you. But even if you even if you give them a hundred dollars, local scrapyards where I'm at will give you two fifty, three hundred, three hundred and fifty dollars for a junk car if you can drag it in there. Now imagine that. Take your truck, fifty bucks, hand them cash, maybe you got twenty-five, even we'll even be outrageous and say fifty dollars in gas. You find one car, and this is what my friend did, found one car. Spent a hundred bucks getting this car, took it, and got three hundred dollars out of it. Made two hundred dollars in one day. He got excited about this and kept doing this. This guy turned ten cars in a month at an average of two hundred dollars. That made two thousand dollars a month in his spare time hauling junk cars after he got off work. He worked like five a.m. to one p.m. and he would go till like five six o'clock at night. And yeah, that's a lot of skin to put in the game. This guy created $2,000 of extra income for himself and does this regularly. As a matter of fact, I even think he started like a towing business. I haven't talked to him for a while, but started like a towing business. 
you know, I, I jokingly should, you know, I was telling my wife jokingly I should go and tell him I want a cut of that. It was my idea, but <laughs> I'm not really going to do that. I was, I was happy to help. These are things in your life that you can do to get resourceful. These are things that you can do in your life. Many, just one, just a handful of many ideas. I can think of a ton more that you can do that if you're, if you're struggling for money and you're struggling to create time. Now, this is going to take more of your time initially to do a lot of these things that I've talked about. You're going to put 12, 15, 16. You might work 18 hours. You're going to put a lot of, the, of heart, and you're going to give up a lot of free time, and you're going to give yourself up some loneliness to do this. But I'm telling you, you, you do this, you spend the time, you work hard, you get some disappointment. Man, sometimes you're going to get some amazement, though. But the overall average, if you really have the intent, you go out, you can find the money you need even without looking for a job initially. And then that can help propel you to a place where you can get what you need to leverage that to move on to maybe bigger, better things. Or you might find that you just found a new career that you love doing for yourself. There's a lot of ways you can slice it. But this can eventually leverage your time when you do well enough and you bank up enough money. Now you can buy yourself some time. And then that's where the, the, the life gets real interesting at but I want to share these ideas because I had so many people coming to me lately talking about not figuring out how to come up with an extra hundred bucks, not figuring out how they can you know, pay the rent, not figuring out how they can get the gas money. So many things that people say, I can't find the money, I can't find the job, I can't find the work. There are a million ways to create financial and time compression so that you can get what you need and get what you want. I've never starved. I've never been homeless. I've never done without because I continue to, to, to reach back for these principles. Sometimes even when I don't need the money, I can always use it. And I'm not afraid to get dirty. Even if I go out and make a $500 commission in one day, I'm still not afraid to go out and grind and take pictures and spend an extra two or three hours to make an extra $75 or $100 for myself if it makes sense and doesn't take me away from something more valuable just simply because I want to leverage the money I want to leverage the time I want to get the most out of my life and get the things done I want to get done and I promise you there's a lot of people out there that do this and you can do it too so definitely go out and get yours I hope this has been helpful for you today I love and appreciate each and every one of you for coming out to the Good Vibes Podcast with the Psycho Man I am the Psycho Man. Believe, build, and conquer your life. Don't do without the time you want. Don't do without the money that you want to have. Get out there. Leverage your life. Get things done. And uh, let me know, hey, if there's some things out there you tried. Hey, man, let other people light their candle at your flame. If you've got ideas out there, something I didn't mention, you want to share it, I'll post, I'll post it up on my next podcast. We'll share it. We'll be resourceful together. If, you, if you're still not sure if none of those things sound like something that's your thing, message me. I'll message you back. I'll try to come up with some other ideas. You tell me who you are. Tell me what you're about. Tell me what you're into. I'll give you some ideas. I can drop you a 30-second, one-minute idea. I don't mind doing that for you because I want you to get the most out of your life. 
It's been good vibes with the Psycho Man. Take care, everybody. Love you and appreciate you. Believe, build, and conquer. Go be that life warrior. Psycho Man's out.